Talking Again podcast. Yeah, apparently uh, he killed his family, went to the Bulldog. The cops arrested him, went to the holding cell and whatever. And where Hollywood made its money is he claimed insanity mm-hmm. because apparently his father molested him or something around that messed him up in the head. Yeah. Which was false because the doctor said, you know, he's lying through his teeth, which is the reason why he's still in jail to this day. Actually, he's going to hit parole soon. He's supposed to hit parole really? soon. Yeah, he's like he's like almost seventy now. Holy shit! Like, oh, this guy's gonna hit. This guy's gonna hit the streets. Beware! And I'm like, so just to clarify, uh, that's uh, Swizzy Swift. Chris Swift is saying those things, not Fidel. So just to <laughs> clarify that, Mister. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Anyway. <laughs> To the podcast, my talk a little shit, get a little brash, my drink a little bit, smoke a little bit, vibe a little bit, laugh a little bit, yeah. Host about for damn, tell it like it is, only tell it rare. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. Talking again, we talking again. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. We're talking again. We're talking again. What's up, everybody? This is Fidel Talking Again Podcast, another edition of the show. In studio, I have Swizzy Swift. Swizzy Swift, there he uh, is. AKA Chris. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> Where did the name Swizzy Swift come from? How did you come up with that? Like, hey, let me go Swizzy Swift. Um, well, actually, this probably first, second grade, I had a friend named Tony. Yeah. Tony gave me the name Swizzy because he said that I reminded him of Swizz Beats. And obviously, Swizz Beats, Swizzy. Mm-hmm. So he gave me the name Swizzy. And, you know, my last name is Swift. So that was another reason why he said Swizzy, because S-W-I, S-W-I. I didn't know that. You know, I never asked you what your last name was. I didn't know your last name was Swift. Yeah, my last okay. name is Swift. That makes a lot of sense. Now. <laughs> <laughs> last name is Swift. Wait, well, why did he Why did he compare you to uh, Swizzy? Because I was always writing, like, poetry. Oh, shit, really? I've always wait, been Wait, wait you said second grade, third grade, what? Yeah, this is like first, second grade. Shut the, You were writing poetry in first or second it grade. It wasn't really great poetry. It was like roses are red, violets are blue kind of thing? Maybe, yeah, okay. I'm on the lines of like, it you know, like that. Uh, it was, Dr. It was Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss type of element. Kind of, okay. yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. And, you know, eventually that grew. So, you know, I was always writing, writing, writing. I, you know, I had my own little journal, yeah. writing, writing. I was always a writer. Yeah. So, you know, Swiss Beats was a writer. He writes his lyrics and all the other stuff. You never hear him freestyle. It's always written, everything he does. Yeah. So he said that I reminded him of Swiss Beats because Swiss Beats was popping back in the day. Yeah. Back in that time, Swizz yeah. Beats was like, <laughs> yeah. he was all the way up there. So he goes, bro, you remind me of Swizz Beats. And then like maybe a couple of days later, Swizzy. And I'm looking around like, who are you talking to? Huh? What's going on here? Yeah. No, bro, that's your name now. He talked to all the kids and all the all the kids are like, Swizzy, Swizzy. I'm like, I guess that's my name now. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. overruled. You know, <laughs> let, let me tell you, that shit will never happen in California. I don't think we started giving people names until like fourth or fifth grade. I know. I know. That's like a New York shit, right? East Coast? Is it, that what? It, is it, it has to be. Are you guys just more, um, I don't know, like, are you guys just more in, in, in touch with like that lingo or, or that, um, 
uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like, I just are on a different level than we are as far as like more mature maturity ways. Maybe are uh, you guys more mature at first grade than we are here in California? I, don't know. I think people are just lazy. They don't want to say your name, so yeah. they, they just call you a nickname. You think so? Is that what it is? That's probably what it well, is. I was, okay, I, <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> my, my, the previous guest I had on is from New York, also just like yourself. Um, she was. We we're talking about how you you have to be a little bit more mature. You have to grow a little bit faster. You got to get a little, you know, uh, you know. Then you are here in California. You're here in California, you're more laid back, more chill, mm-hmm. relax. You know, it's, oh, West, it's the West Coast. You know, yeah, sunny California. It's the beaches. You know, the sun, the sunshine. Yeah, we're just chill. We're not in in a, in a pressure. You know, like like you guys are in the, in the East Coast. But. Yeah, you guys just have a regular rainy season. We have four seasons over there. <laughs> we have all four of them. Do you do you miss uh, New York at all? Uh, sometimes, but not really. Yeah. I definitely do not miss the winter. Oh. I don't miss the fall because the fall was like, it was warm and then it gets cold. Yeah. So it's like right there. And then winter is obviously when terrible. You get, when do you get the humidity? Oh, that starts around March. Oh, March, yeah. April. It's still rainy, but it's humid. May, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So you get 70s, like, but it's humid. Two months of it or what? Two what? months. Of, two months of like good summer? No, you get a solid three. Oh, okay. Probably around June, July, yeah. August, beginning half of September. Oh, Hell's Kitchen was like a, that was like a mafia thing. Is this a bad area? Yeah. Okay. That was back probably, I don't know. Had nothing to do with weather then? No, 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 no. Okay. Absolutely not. No. There you go. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Okay. Yeah. Where, are you, where where part of New York are you from? I'm from Amityville. Pretty sure you heard of that place. Is that the from the movies? Yes, that's exactly Oh, shit, that's, really? Yes. I used to live right. I was houses away from that house. Really? Yeah, I was houses away oh, from well, that Tell house. me about that, dude. Any stories? Like any crazy, like weird, you know, coming walking back from school and... Oh, actually, I made a lot of money off of that house. Oh, yeah? A lot of money. I used to How walk- did you make money off of that house? Because, you know, I, w- I, would walk- I walked to and from okay. high school. Because uh-huh. my high school was right up the street from my house. Yeah. So I walked I walked to high school on, on, uh, on my way home. Uh-huh. You know, people just random. Hey, you guys know where that house is at? You know where the house is at? I'm like, maybe. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll shoot you a dub. We'll shoot. We'll, we'll shoot you some cash. All right. Yeah, I, I know where the house is at. <laughs> yeah. Collect some money. Hey, the house. You know, just keep going down there. You can't miss it. Yeah. I never tell them where it is. Yeah. I just say if you hit the water, you went too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the water, you went too far, bro. Yeah. All right, cool things. They just go. You see them driving around the street to go up and down the street yeah. looking for this. I'm like. They, they went past this house like three times. What the hell? Yeah. You didn't watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, so these are like people that are like tourists probably, right? Oh, they're definitely For tourists. For sure? Okay. And it's actually sucked too because people actually lived in that house. Even after the events? Oh, a I lot don't... of those events didn't even happen. What the? The whole Wait, pigs. I, as my friend, uh, my friend Driscoll Kid would say, what the what? Yeah. Um, the murders actually happened. Okay. Because they actually, my school was the holding cell of the guy who killed his family. Yeah, no kidding. Hold on, let me say that again. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> my high so school. So your school was the holding cell? It was originally the holding cell back in the 60s. It yeah. was the holding cell for the guy that killed his family. Holy shit. Him and his sister killed his family and then he killed her. Yeah. 
And then he went to this restaurant called The Bulldog, which is actually still there to this day. Ah, is it really? It's still there. I'm sure it gets a lot of tourism, uh, a lot of... A lot of uh... Probably, well, nobody really knows that. Unless they read the story. They're, if they read the actual story, yeah. they won't know that. Well, because I never heard of that. So when, I, when you're saying it right now, it's, it's news to me. Like, Because this is what I grew up on. This is what the story is from like, people who, who lived there forever. Okay. So they, they know he went to The Bulldog, which is a restaurant right next to where my high school is. Yeah. It's... There's the high school, 7-Eleven, gas station, Bulldog. So uh, the story is, hey, killed his family, went to the Bulldog full of bloody clothes. And that's where the cops arrested him. Have you, do you remember ever hearing people talk about that to the, when you were out there, you know, as a, as a kid? Do you remember people talking about those kind of stories? Like of, of that bloody dinner that he had out there? No. People that worked at the restaurant? Just the stories that you've heard. From back in the day, this is like stories I've heard from people who've lived there. You know, uh, I had there's a lot of people. You know, usually in Amityville, when you live in Amityville, you grow up in Amityville, you never leave Amityville. Mm. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Glad I'm out of there because that place was a mess. Yeah, but <laughs> but um, still to this day, you think? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Have you been, have you been back to visit or? I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Still a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No. Um. Yeah, these are like older people, yeah. you know, they, they, cause we seen this, we seen the movie and like, you know, we're all, oh, we're talking about it, this and that. And people are like, young man, that's not how that worked. And that's not how this happened. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then they explain that they've been there for like 65 years or so. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of have to take your side because you've been there. Right. They lived it. Yeah, they lived it. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently uh, he killed his family, went to the Bulldog. The cops arrested him, went to the holding cell and whatever. And where Hollywood made its money is he claimed insanity mm -hmm. because apparently his father molested him or something or other that messed him up in the head. Yeah. Which was false because the doctor said, you know, he's lying through his teeth. Which is the reason why he's still in jail to this day. Actually, he's gonna hit parole soon. He's supposed to hit parole really? soon. Really? Yeah, he's like he's like almost seventy now. Holy shit! Yeah, no kidding. I would have thought he was dead. I, same here. Oh shit! Yeah, same here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's supposed to. Uh, somebody posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's gonna hit. This guy's gonna hit the streets. Beware. And I'm like, so just to clarify, uh, that's uh, Swizzy Swift. Chris Swift is saying those things, not Fidel. So just to <laughs> clarify that, mister. <laughs> yeah, I said it anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. I thought no, I'd make uh, that clarification here. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, that's just from what I re I actually read that too. Don't, yeah. You know, you can see it online and stuff. People just like watching movies and they're like, oh, that actually happened. Because yeah. it says based on true stories. But they don't read the, the fine print. Some things were, you know, manipulated right. to, yeah, to intrigue the. Yeah. the well, there's a lot of those like words that you hear like based on or inspired by a true story, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. so. They automatically you, think everything happened. Yeah, yeah, everything right. happened. It's like, yeah. wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, so growing up though, did you get like stories like that? Like, for example, like we always heard stories of El Cucuy when we were growing up. You know, Latinos like. Oh, you grew up at the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman. Right? <laughs> and then, and then, but I then, tell my that all the time. no. <laughs> but then you also heard a lot of stories because I grew up in the '80s. A lot of stories of uh, Richard Ramirez. Ooh, I don't know. Who that yeah, is. exactly. Look it up, Richard Ramirez. There's documentaries about him. Actually, there's a really good documentary. I think it's on Netflix. 
that's out right now. And it's actually based around the detectives that were that were working on the case. Not so much Richard Ramirez, but the detectives that were working around the case. Okay. So, um, which is really good, actually. Um, God, I don't remember the name of it, but it's just... Uh, Richard, just type it on Google. Yeah. Pop New, up. Ne- type in Netflix, research, and put Richard Ramirez. It'll come up. Um, or Night Stalker, because that's what his nickname was. Night Stalker. Oh, but, so somebody th- told me yes. about Night Stalker. Okay. okay, I know that, what you're talking that's about. That's him. That's the Night Stalker. So, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, that's how we grew up in the 80s. And I was born in 81. But... In 91. Not, yeah, <laughs> we talked about how, how I'm 10 years older. Okay. <laughs> June 2nd. My birthday is June 2nd. Flip that. Counter. June 2nd is my birthday. Um, so... We did get we we grew up on that too. Well, a little bit of fear of uh, night stalker. Night stalker. Now you drive around LA anywhere in this area, and you see uh, metal frames or whatever on the windows. You ever see that? I have it on my house. Okay, that's thanks to the night stalker. Oh, he used to go in through people's windows. So before they didn't have that. So now everybody started putting these metal frames around their windows. Oh, so just okay. if you guys are wondering why all these, some of these houses in La Puente, Azusa, San Bernardino <laughs> have these metal frames because of the night soccer. So oh, I never yeah, knew that. exactly. So that's what the fear that we were growing up with. Mm. That kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that's, and that's real time stuff, you know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. There was none of that by, you know, about that house. It was more of, you know, Hollywood saying pigs were flying around the house. Yeah. That's the, the walls were seeping blood and I've been inside the house. Have you, sh- you've yeah. been inside the house? I've been inside so the house. So was that house, uh, it was vacant and you guys were able to no, go in there no, or no, was uh, it like a museum type of thing? The people that lived there were actually really nice. And they let you guys in there? Yeah. We were just like little kids. Well, yeah. What I was doing, I was doing a fundraiser for my football team. Mm-hmm. So we would go door to door and stuff. And you know, I, I swear, this I'm sorry, this podcast is not going to be so much about this house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get into the music and stuff too. Sorry, go ahead. No, um, we were doing a fundraiser. The it was like gold cards, like discount cards at different places, twenty bucks a card. And I just happened to like, you know what? Crazy thought. Let's go to this house. Yeah. So I went to that house, knowing that it was the Amityville house. Oh, I knew. Yeah, okay, I okay, knew. okay, okay. Oh, I'm okay. I'm probably 17 at this time. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm 17 at this All time, right. and um, so I knock on the door. Obviously, I don't see no pigs flying around. I don't see any weird <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. They actually turned the house around because in the movie they had the house a different way. They turned they turned the house sideways. They literally they literally lifted it, moved it. And there was a there's a canal right uh-huh. there that goes up. So they put a crane. On the canal, lifted the house and turned it sideways. Oh, so the front door, instead of it facing the street like every other house is, it's facing the side. Hmm. So you gotta walk along, knocked on the door. Some lady came out. She goes, "Hi, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm selling this. I'm seeing inside this house." She goes, "Oh, um, she talks to her husband or whatever." He goes, "Okay, okay." So she tells me to come in, ask me if I want any water, juice or anything. I'm like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I just got done with practice, blah, blah. Okay. She bring, she brings out the 20. I give her a card. I was like, thank you. And then she goes, well, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Yeah. On the way. Inside the house. Nothing weird happened. It was actually a really nice house. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. It was really nice in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any blood or anything. The walls were white. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> you know what gets me, dude? 
when you're talking about that is uh, I'm I'm like we say I'm 40. I have a 10 year old. Would I let my 17 year old just walk into someone's house? Would you let your you have a daughter right now? Mm-hmm. Would you let her walk into your house? Uh, oh, nowadays uh, absolutely not. Nowadays absolutely not. That that's only that's only 13 years away. Uh, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. That you just were able to walk into someone's house, mm-hmm. they offered you water. You're like, no, thanks, I'm good. But you're inside their house. Mm-hmm. How times change, right? How times have right? changed, isn't it Jesus, crazy, man? I I just realized what you just told me. I'm like, damn, really? <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, wait a minute, you walked into their house, like, like that's just you know, you think about it, like, whoa, man, I would never, really? you know, like, like man. 13 years ago was a lot different than nowadays. And it's not even that long if you think about it, right? It's not, bro. 13 years ago is not that long I graduated, what, 11, 12 years ago? Yeah. It'll it'll be 12 years soon. I graduated 12 years. I'm like, where the hell does the time go? Right. We were just talking about how, how, you know, growing up, you know, like how how things are just so different. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, so, so... that just brings the perspective as to how different it is, you know, mm-hmm. 13 years ago when you're mm-hmm. out there. Tell me about it, Jesus bro. Jesus Christ. So right after that, you go, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ballsy enough to, to get into this, this mansion of a weird <laughs> little house that everybody got murdered into. And it was funny, too, uh, like that, that uh, you said, because the football team, you know, they, like, they knew I was working the block. Yeah. So they go, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? I'm like, yeah, I did it. Why? Was I not supposed to? Yeah. The football coaches are like all like weirded out, like oh he went to the crazy house, yeah. this and that, and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, guys. It's not that bad. Yeah, you should Th- try it sometime. <laughs> That's why this is not surprising for me to to learn that you go, oh hey, let me just join the Marines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah that, that, that's that, a long story. If I did that, right let there. me just join the Marines. <laughs> yeah. So why did you? What was your thing? Like, let me just, you know, I want to, I want to fight for my country, or what was it? No, it was the whole uh, thought process on behind that. I love sports. Yeah. But I was never good at school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. And. You know, I didn't grow up in a, you know, a rich family. You know, we were struggling. The struggle was real at that time. So um, I didn't have the necessities to get to college. So, and I didn't want no part in being there. Yeah. <laughs> I want no part in that. It's a mess. As far as in college? No, no, in, in Amityville. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want to be in Amityville. Yeah. It's a mess. Let me get out of here. So, yeah. Uh, my team, my football team, actually won the championship in 2007. After that whole horror house thing happened, yeah, go figure, yeah, <laughs> go figure. Huh? Yeah. So, um, uh, we won the championship, and we went. I don't know if you remember the Arena Football League. Oh yeah, you remember the Arena Football League? Came back. It's still it's still acting now. Is it really? Yeah. I need to watch that. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then we went to a New York Dragons thing. You know, it was celebratory as a champion. All all. All four division champions won. They all went there, and we were escorted. Everyone was escorted by a different military recruiter. Yeah. We happened to get a Marine recruiter. Yeah. By the name of, uh, I believe he was Staff Sergeant at the time, Staff Sergeant Seda. You remember his name? I do. I remember uh, I remember um, Sergeant Vargas, rest in peace. Uh, he died a couple years ago. Uh, I'm not sure how, but yeah. Um, but Sar- uh, Staff Sergeant Seda was my main recruiter. Sergeant Vargas was like his backup, yeah. kind of. And uh, Sar- Staff Sergeant Seda was 
on the bus. He gave everyone little index cards with, hey, you want to join the Marines? And me being me, always in somebody's business. I'm like, I want to know what this is about. <laughs> Check. Two days later, or no, sorry, Sergeant Vargas shows up at our front door. And I'm like, damn, it actually came true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he uh, went down the whole spiel. The Marines is like the, the glamour of the military yeah, yeah, and yeah. the badass. And you get you can do this. You can do that. You can do this. Leaves out all the terrible parts. Oh, of right, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the terrible got, parts. You, of yeah, it. he told you all about you can get the chicks and this and that. All oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the chicks. You can make this much and this much and me not knowing anything about income or anything terrible schooling yeah uh, <laughs> i'm like oh yeah that's i can live off of that yeah i got yeah, that that's what i think he was saying something like along the lines of when you, when you start private after boot camp it's like 1200 a month and then you know he obviously goes up with rank but um at the time 1200 a month was cool that's not bad <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was cool but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so he went along the lines and then, you know, next thing I know, I'm signing the papers. Parents had to sign the papers because I was only 17 at the time. Mm. So they signed the papers and July 13th of 2009, shipped off to Paris Island, signed my life with a good old Uncle Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thiel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, yeah. How long were you in the service for? Uh, I mean, technically I did eight years, Okay, four years active, four years reserve. All right. Um, but, uh, I must say as, as shitty as, you know, excuse my language, but as shitty as, you know, some moments were, I definitely had some of the greatest times in my life. Mm, Nice. And it, and it wasn't even when I was here in Camp Pendleton, it wasn't 29 Palms. It wasn't in boot camp. It wasn't in, you know, Marine combat training. It was literally in probably one of the shittiest parts in the world in Afghanistan. Oh, really? Southern Helmand Province, Afghanistan. Yeah. You would think it's all desert. It's wasteland, you know, this or that. But you have some of the greatest times with some of the greatest people. And you don't even understand it at that time until you look back and I'm like, damn, that was actually cool. Yeah. That was fun. And it's like. I wish I could do that again. When you say greatest people, <clears throat> the Afghani people. Oh, there were some great Afghani people. Yeah. I, I've had uh, a couple of uh, run-ins with, you know, some of the people, the native people that worked on camp. Yeah. And, you know, they diggers, um, they would help me because I was a wireman at first. So um, I was a wireman. So fiber optics was my main job Yeah. in when I first got there. So they were digging and they were digging for power because mm-hmm. we were making it not a third world area anymore. Yeah. So we were energizing it. So we we're they're digging power. Me being the fiber guy, you know, I'm sitting there bored out of my mind, 12 hours just watching it. But, you know, when lunch would break, I'd go with them. Some old white guy, four native guys, uh, a couple of Indian guys or whatever. And we all go to lunch at the little... They call it a mess hall, chow mm-hmm. hall, whatever. Yeah. We go eat lunch, go right back to work. 
And yeah, they were they were some of the coolest guys. They even know English. I was like, whoa, wait, wait, hold on a second here, man. Where where where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they got but, one up on you because you didn't know Afghani or. Nah, I just, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what the language is in Farsi. Afghanistan. Okay, Farsi. Farsi. Okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. Tell me, me. Like, I didn't, wait, I didn't go to school. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Where did that come from, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you 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 American? And I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like. Because they, they teach you, like, you know, they don't know English. So you kind of have to use your hands to talk to yeah, them yeah, and yeah. show them and so, so they, they can understand. And this guy, he's he's native, using um, the backhoe and all that other stuff. And he's over here talking to me in English. And I'm like, hold, hold, hold on <laughs> a second here, man. Hold, yeah. What happened here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that generally, though? Like, do you think most of the people, like, kind of knew English? and it, Or was it just him? That he knew he was going to be working with Americans, kind of. Like, it's probably he worked there for so long. Yeah. Because that camp, you know, the war started what two thousand one. Yeah. Lord knows how long he's been there. He's probably been there since the beginning. Right. So when you're working around people who are like me, I worked not too long ago. I worked around nothing but Mexican guys. So I sure enough picked up you know a lot of Spanish, and it was probably not the good Spanish, but hey, <laughs> it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Spanish word? Uh are we are we saying this out here? Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We can say it. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Beat you away. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. It's a it's a great good to go to, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> now I can use that at work and nobody yeah. knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta learn the the mamon one. That was better. Pinch mamon. Oh, I heard about that yeah, one too. That yeah. was good. Yeah, I, like that I, heard one. I prefer that, that one. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that one. That one's a good one too. So, yeah. with your experience on the Marines, though. And, get, and learning all that, right? You know, other people's cultures and everything like that. Um, you being a music guy, writing poetry at such an early age, how were you able to pick, were, or actually say, were you able to pick up any of that culture into the music stuff? Were you able to bring that and adapt that into what you're doing now? I actually was. Okay. And I made a song. I don't think it's up anymore. I probably took it down. Because it was terrible. <laughs> Bro, if you heard some of my music. Some of that stuff is like, you know, leave it on, man. Because it's like good stuff to like. Well, no, it's like. Even this if, is all before I even learned what I was doing. Oh, okay. So this is probably 2014, 2015. So like, it's when you as I'm watching experimenting, YouTube Experimenting kind of yeah, like. Okay. Exactly. Experimenting. Yeah. And I made a song. <clears throat> I even forgot the name of the song too. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, but it describes. This was like the top of ISIS when ISIS first mm. came up. <clears throat> and it describes in country, another word Marines or military uses for overseas on deployment or whatever they use in country. And um, so it describes stuff that happens in country. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't anything that the news posts it wasn't anything that the media posts, mm. media outlets, social media. Some real shit. It was real life stuff. And <clears throat> so I put that up there and, you know, it got some good feedback, but it got a lot of negative feedback. Yeah. How can you judge these people? How can you do Like, I was there, man. Yeah. <laughs> How am I judging anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying anything bad about anybody. It's, it's from the horse's mouth right here. Yeah, like. It's not like I'm talking bad about anybody. I really wasn't talking bad about anybody. It was just describing like an environment. It was yeah. a general environment. 
you would have never known what I was talking about if you listened to the words. What was the perception, though? Was it against the country that you were at or your statement? Or no, no, it? it wasn't even like I was against anything. It was just a general description. It, it, that's really what it was. It was just a description. Yeah. It was more like you can close your eyes while you're listening to music and you can visualize yourself in any any location, really, and these events happening. Yeah. I really wish I remembered that name. And you know, I'm just thinking right now when you're talking about it, though, I'm thinking like system of a down. You know, they're talking about the you know genocide and, and things that are going on in Armenia, right? Like the, that kind of music, like that's real stuff that's going on and they're putting into music. So like you're putting something that's real mm -hmm. and you're putting it into music. And now maybe it wasn't as um, refined as it, as it would be now. But oh, wouldn't yeah. that be something to revisit, you know? Oh, I I kind of hung up my uh I I hung up my notebook. <laughs> yeah, I I hung it up. Um, yeah. I just stick to because I have I have a very busy schedule with you know producing, mixing, mastering, and now music videos. But it's very busy, and you know the added stress of actually writing a song, and then you got to write it to where it has to be. Don't hate me, everyone. It has to be watered down mm. to make everyone not hate you uh so yeah the added stress of that is just like you know what i don't even want to do this anymore i, I love writing I, don't get me wrong i i sit here and i'll write lyrics on you know on my phone or whatever i'm stuck in traffic i'll write lyrics or i uh i'm at work you know i'm sitting there at lunch i'll write i'll, I'll write a line or two you know just jotting these things down like oh this popped in my head write it down um but as as far as like actually writing recording I hung it up. I come back every now and then when uh, Princess wants me to uh, do a song with her. Yeah, I'll come back every now and then, like making money. I'm definitely on that one because that was actually an old project of mine. I know we were talking about that last time we were right. here. Mm -hmm. uh, that was an old project of mine. That was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to be just me, her, her brother. We were gonna call it making money, and I never actually went through with it because. I had other projects, other stuff, other things came up, you know, this and that, work, life, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I never actually got to it, but um, she actually came up and she goes, hey, you never used this beat, huh? And I'm like, what beat? I use all my beats. Yeah. What are you talking about? What beat? Yeah. And then she plays it and I'm like, oh, bro, I have a recording of that too. Surely enough, I, I find the recording um she records her verse her brother records his verse and then i got one of one of my old connect friends from illinois his name is hypnologics he uh sends me a recording because we were supposed to collab for a long time yeah we, you know everything always kept falling through but he <clears throat> he came through laid down a fire verse yeah. oh bro that was you like it you yeah know? You'll like it. Well, no, it's out now, right? It's out. It's yeah, actually out on all check platforms. It out right now. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So I, I was like, you know what? Let's let's make this happen. Yeah. So, I already had my verse from like 2000. I don't even remember like 16. <laughs> yeah. I was. I'll just rough estimate 2016, and um, you know, I finished mixing and mastering it. Uh, I want to say about three weeks ago. Oh. No, sorry. It, we released it three weeks ago, so it was about four weeks ago. Okay. Um, because I finished it on a Sunday. 
probably the 25th yeah, of you, April. Because we, we had we had Princess on April, mid-April, right? It yeah, was like you mid- had it on uh, the 15th, I believe, or the 16th. Yeah, she, hers, hers came out on the 20th, I think. It was, it was 420. It was a 420 episode. Yeah, so it was the 16th yeah. that we were here. Yeah. Yeah, I finished that song on like the 25th of April. Oh, wow. So just a couple of uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Because that was, that was at the point where my computer was down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I finished mixing and mastering it. And we released it that very next week, which was uh, the 30th. Yeah. April 30th, we released it. I believe it's April 30th. She'll probably get mad at me, but who cares? <laughs> um, tomato, tomato. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I released it and everything came out dope. Yeah. Everything came out dope. It was... It was was that a single or is that a part of the... Uh... That's a single. Okay. That's going to be part of her album, but uh, we released it as a single. She has two more singles up on there, Icy Cold and um knockout are we only producing uh right now are you only doing uh princess i mean i'm producing for anybody really i'm but she's the only one like she'll tell me hey can you make a beat like this yeah i'll make a beat like that i tell her hey i don't want you know i don't want to have the same melody i don't have the same copyrights and all the other stuff so i'm like hey i'll make it similar but I'm gonna manipulate it in my way, right? So, how do you how do you go around that? Because I know like like we we listen to music, right? I and mean, you more than anyone listens to all types of music, right? All mm-hmm. genres, whatever it oh, is, because you're genres. trying to get inspired and motivated by different stuff, mm-hmm. right? So how do you how do you separate yourself from 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 that actual? I get I don't know if in the music business you would call it plagiarism, right? Where it's like yeah, where plagiarism you're taking it like. You know, copyrights copyrights so how do you get away from that do you change certain things or because you obviously again you're, you're influenced by the music <clears throat> that you listen to on in a day-to-day basis so how do you go around that really all you have to, to do, make it your own i'm sorry to make really it really ha- all you have to do and i actually just finished a project not really a project it was i finished it instrumental i don't know if you you know who e40 is right yeah everyone knows who e40 yeah. is e40 is loved by everybody um he made a song in 2010 called function pretty sure you've heard it mm-hmm I never knew there was a remix to that song until just recently, but that's besides the point. So someone remixed it after? No, no, he he remixed. Oh, it. he remixed it. He remixed oh, okay. it back in 2011. I didn't okay. even know there was a remix to that. But getting back to it, I loved that song. Function like you can't go. That beat was so hard. Yeah. Everything was so good, and it was. It wasn't even just the beat. It was the energy of the hyphy movement. Yeah. So I wanted to like kind of like reconstruct the hyphy movement. And, you know, synth bass, sub, you know, um, well, the synth bass was more of the melody. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, his goes, dun, 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 like that. So what I did was I go, dun, 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 like that. Mm. So all I do is I add a little more chords to it. Yeah. So it's not plagiarism. Mm. Yeah. You can't co- you you, you it, can't copy well, you copyright exactly how it is, yeah. how how the melody is, but if you add or subtract stuff, it's not the same anymore. Yeah. Cuz you can't copyright something like uh that's that uh, that could be potentially another beat right so mm-hmm. you can't add to it right now what they do i know a lot of producers do this and i i actually copied that from dr dre you know sampling everyone samples something everything is sampled from something yeah so 
I, you know, that was kind of a sample moment without it being sampled. You know, I didn't need to buy, hey, I need, I want to buy your melody yeah. to use it and just change the notes on it. I didn't want to do that. I kept it with, they're, they're a higher, a little higher pitched uh, chords, but it's still similar. It's yeah. similar, but it's not the same. Is this something that you picked up on your own or is this something that you went when you actually went to school and studied, you know, music and all that, did you learn that there, or is that something that you? I learned? actually learned that there. Oh, you did. I did. See, I would have never known anything about sampling, copyright. Well, obviously, everyone hears about copyrights, right? Well, you hear about it, but you don't know the details of it, right? Yes, yes, that yeah, the in-depth information as mm-hmm. far as, as so. Um, with the copyrights, they go in depth, like you know, this you gotta you gotta do this, you gotta hit up you know ASCAP, BMI. You got to hit up Harry Fox Agency. You got to hit up all sorts of people. You got to hit up the US uh, PTO, which is the the copyright place, patent, trademark office. Um, and you got to do, you got to go pay all these people just to get one thing. It's five, six, seven hundred dollars, maybe a thousand dollars, all to just get a little sample of that. But my instructor, who just happened to be a producer as well, he was going more in depth of, Hey, why don't you do this? Because I was actually making Rockstar. Pretty sure you heard of the Shop Boys, Rockstar. Mm-mm. No, early two thousands, like two thousand four, two thousand five. I'm sure if you were to play the music, I'd be like, oh yeah. But you know, as far as like just like knowing by the name, I wouldn't know. Okay. Um. Well, they had a song called Rockstar, mm-hmm. and I was making a a complimentary version of Rockstar. Yeah. And was this like a, an assignment, a school assignment, and you were doing it, or it it eventually became one? Okay, it mm-hmm. eventually became one, yeah. but it wasn't. It was more of a. I had downtime in class. This is actually when I was actually going to the school. Mm-hmm. I had downtime in class, so you know when people are outside taking a break, going to lunch or whatever, I'm still inside there, mixing, doing different things, yeah. figuring out logic, and um, I actually, you know, I was like. Oh, I used to listen to this on the long rides to the school. So, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to do I'm gonna do something like that. And, you know, I got the drums down. I got the melody down and all that. It's not even close to being the same melody. But the energy matches mm-hmm. the energy. Like, you can hear uh, Rockstar and you can hear my Rockstar. Yeah. Or, you, sorry, you can hear Party Like a Rockstar. Is, is that one? Yeah. Party like a rock Definitely. star. Definitely. Now I know. Okay. So you can hear party like a rock star and then you can hear my rock star. Yeah. They don't sound anything alike outside of the drums, but every everyone's drums sound the same. But you don't, they won't match up, but the energy of the instrumental is the same. Mm. Like it would still make you like, yeah, like you're in a rock concert. It would make you go like that, but it's an actual hip hop song. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and that's when he told me because I was I was making it along the lines of party like a rock star, whatever the the yeah. the solo the guitar solo was. I was making it just like that, and he goes, "No, no, no, don't do that," because you know obviously copyrights, plagiarism, mm-hmm. this and that. He goes, "Why don't you take this off, put this on, you know, move this up, this and that." And after all that happened, oh, it still sounded dope. But it wasn't theirs. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't there. It was like, holy crap. I was like, you can do that? He goes, 
you can do anything in music if you put your mind to it. And I'm like, I really hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. I know. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But I re- oh, yeah. man. <laughs> and it's like, it's like you learn a, you learn a lesson just from like five minutes of being with, with an instructor. Yeah. And it's like, I never knew you can do that. I've always made stuff just off the head. Yeah. But that was like my first one where I really wanted to like make something that sounded like that. Yeah. That was the first one and came out really good. How much of that was like, how how difficult was it for you to just like allow your creation to get um, uh, transferred or transitioned into something different where you're taking some kind of advice and you're like, hey, change this, change that. There's something that you created and you worked very hard on it and someone's telling you to change it up. Oh, was, it was, was, it was, was that, actually easy. Oh, was it? Okay, so you were I'm able... A very, I'm a very flexible person. Like, you know, I, I constructed criticism. You didn't, you, always, you didn't take it too personal? Like, hey, I'm going to... Oh, gonna, no, no, know. no. Because me, I'm my own critic. So everything I make is not going to sound good with what I want to do. Anything. And I've made some bad... With Princesses Killing Them. Not the toot toot, but toot toot. Yeah, yeah. But Princesses Killing Them. Yeah. That beat... That I made there has to be my best beat I've ever made. Yeah. It's just it, the overall production, the mix, the master, everything is tight in that song. Mm-hmm. Hell, even the song is tight. Yeah. And it's like, damn, man, I'm really good at what I do, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I listen. Hold I on, listen, hold on. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I, I I listened to it in the car. Like yeah. nothing was off. Like usually, like oh, I need to tweak this. I need to tweak that because I'll I'll usually I'll uh, I'll produce. I start off with producing, make uh, write the write the stuff. Good thing about Logic is they have a score, the score editor where you can actually it looks like the little um, Logic is a software that you use to edit all your stuff. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's pretty much what I use. Yeah. Um. It has like a little like a, a music sheet type thing where you can actually put notes on. Mm-hmm. So luckily for me, you know, I'd rather look at that than, you know, look at a squ- little square board and like this and drag it out. And I don't know if that sounds like that. I know what the notes look like. Let me do the notes. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, I do that. Then I go into my uh, my volume levels. See where what sounds good, what doesn't. You know, I don't want the kick too hard, but I want it high enough to where you can hear the kick. Yeah. Or sorry, you can feel the kick. You can hear the bass. And, you know, this and that. And then the drums. I want them to. I want them to slap, but I don't want them to slap too hard. You know, stuff like that. So I do the volumes and stuff. And then I get into my mix, adding effects and mods and you know saturation to make it make it just melt. Yeah. Make it just like it's like damn. Sounds really good. Yeah. And then that's after that's all done, I usually listen to it in my car on my long rides to work. And probably about the twelfth time I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I need to do this. I need to do that. I'll write it down on my I'll write it down my uh my little notepad on my phone. Write that down. But I listen to it all the way there and all the way back four days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I couldn't find anything wrong with it. And I'm sitting there I'm like Bro, this is new. <laughs> Usually, I'm fine. Monday, I'm like, oh, I need, to, I need to lower this. I need to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's clipping here. Oh, it's doing this or that. I didn't find nothing. I'm yeah. Like, hey, 
more power to me. Nice. Put it through. Uh, I use Isotope uh, Ozone 9 to master. And, um, you know, the master was real easy because the mix was so. And the thing with engineers is they usually say the, the production leads to the mix, which leads to the master. So if the production's good, the mix will be easy, which will make the, the master hella easy. Yeah. So the production, you know, it took me a minute because she wanted me to make a beat that sounded like something else. And I didn't like the way it was sounding. So I told her straight out, hey, this does not sound good. I'm doing this. I'm doing this my way. Okay. Just structure it the way it is. Yeah. All right, cool. So we structure it. Uh, I, I structure it. You know, I, I write other stuff. I make everything move. I make, I, I mix it. I master it. And the overall production, she goes, this sounds really good. Like her eyes get wide open. Yeah. She goes, this sounds really good. She goes, it doesn't sound anything like that, but this sounds really good. And I'm like, I know it does. Cause I did it. <laughs> 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 of course, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you, you, you know, like you gotta tell the wife, Hey, I'm good at what I do. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's cool because I, I really, obviously we're both married guys. Right. So we know, you know, they always want the upper hand and it's okay. But at the same time, like she's able to say, "Hey, man, this is really good." So she's giving you that. that oh yeah, you know. Oh, she always gives me that. She allowing you that, that to to create, you know, and that that's a that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a positive. That's always a positive. And then with her baddie ways, I don't know if she played it on the last time she was here, but her on her song "Baddie Ways," she wanted me to make like a Miami trap. Never did that before in my life. I'm an old school guy. Yeah. Grew up in the 90s, you know, mm -hmm. Nas, Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. I like stuff like that. But she wanted me to make something way outside my comfort zone. All right, whatever. I'm up yeah. to the challenge. Yeah. And, you know, same thing. You know, I I did the same same melody, same drum, same everything. And then I added, subtracted, did all that to make Betty Ways. And she goes, bro. I'm not even done writing. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not done mixing yet. Yeah. She goes, no, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Leave it like that. I'm like, I can't just leave it like this. It's not good. Yeah. She goes, why is it not good? I'm like, because it's going to be clipping. It's just stuff too loud. You know, yeah. this or that. By the, end of her, by the end of that, she goes, by the time I finished mixing, she was already done writing. So, which essentially made everything easier because as soon as I was done, put it on Logic, let it record on there, transferred, uh, her voice to Pro Tools because I was doing my mixing and mastering with voice mm -hmm. on Pro Tools. Yeah. So much easier on there. Production, like beats, logic. All the way logic. Yeah. Voice, vocals, all that other stuff. Pro Tools. Pro Tools. Yeah. Pro Tools. Bro, Pro Tools is... I had I had, I, I know, didn't I, understand yeah. the whole, you know, why they couldn't upgrade their stuff to Big Sur with Apple, but I will never knock... Pro Tools. I, I, it's funny because my my cousin, you know, when he you know when he was recording, he was trying to be you know doing the rap thing, the hip hop thing, and uh, it was a great um, group that they had, or you know, I wouldn't I don't wouldn't say band. It was a group mm. like a rap group that they had going on, and it was awesome. I I love the music. I was the number one fan. Um, <laughs> of course, you but were. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they had Pro Tools, and their hard their toughest thing was setting it up because they weren't they're not computer savvy. Mm. You know, you know, you know, to turn it on and move the mouse around. But about, after that, it's like, what do we do? That was the hardest thing to get that thing going. They, they still to this day were never able. I wouldn't say that that's why they stopped rapping because it did stop rapping. But 
but that was one of the biggest challenges was that that they were never able to get into you know that mastering mm. of the, the the pro tools and the software mm. and, and and that's where i think um you know they didn't adapt they didn't mm. they didn't adjust you know and mm -hmm. not to knock anything on them it's just that they didn't they they weren't this able is probably to probably before youtube though huh yeah oh well, yeah i think so i believe so i mean yeah, me, i think youtube was in its infancy right you know because me I didn't start using Pro Tools until we met up with a guy that uh, her brother Crow knows, and he had he had Pro Tools. We never knew anything about Pro Tools. I didn't know nothing. Yeah. All I knew is you know he he invited us over to his house. We recorded on it, and then like I want to say maybe a week later he sent us the song back, and it sounded really crispy. We used to we used to do uh, Audacity. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember Audacity. I, I still know. I still use I've used it like just recently. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even know if they were still up. It's still it's free. <laughs> it's free. Can yeah. never go wrong with free. Yeah. Five finger discount. Right. Can't go, can't go wrong with the five finger <laughs> it's discount. Still around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we used to use Audacity and like I said earlier, I was doing everything backwards. Like I'm thinking, oh yeah. Oh, this song sounds tight right yeah. there, Daddy. I listened to it and my wife could attest to this. We listen to our old stuff in the car, and we're just like, "What the hell are we thinking? <laughs> we're setting we're setting these things to like different people, DJs, and all this other stuff." And we're like, "Thank God they never played that." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. But that's the that's that's the progression, though. That's like oh, yeah. that experience, you know, from you know getting started to you know Doctor Seuss to where you are now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that, that. You know, I heard before is. Uh, is is trust the journey right? i just talked to you know, yeah trust, trust the, the process journey, the trust process the, trust the process like philly we, you know, like exactly philly. we're just you know watching <laughs> the, the, which i which i have philly winning the first round and the second oh i can't I, go against wait Russ. do i have in the second no i have in the first round you have him losing the first round winning the first round oh but losing the second losing round. the second round i got i got russ russ all the way i'm a big time russell westbrook yeah. fan i you know what i don't trust him that much dude really yeah oh man i i just Everything about me is energy. Love. He's got a lot of energy. Oh, dude is a but his ball the, of energy. But that energy that he has, I think, is his is his biggest fault. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, like, sometimes. So so sometimes it just fucks him up, dude. Because yeah. I I often think about this, dude. Let's just say that the three that never broke up and they were still in OKC. Mm -hmm. Him, Durant, and Harden. Oh, would, would they still be the same guys? Because together they were good. And they were developing, right? So we wouldn't, we never got to see them actually, like we never got to see triple double Westbrook. We never got to see, you know, double double or even triple double. Durant. They were, they never maturated together. No, right? No. So them all, you know, it, they all broke up and they split up, and they were great players. Mm -hmm. They still are great players individually, oh, yeah. but we never got to see them to collectively together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know, we, I know, we got to see Westbrook. Playing with oh shit, who did he, uh, he play with? Uh, uh, last he played with, play Durant. with uh, Durant. Then he played with uh, last year. He was with Harden. In Harden, Houston. he was with that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and yes. then Houston shipped him off to uh, what's his name? But actually, I think his his probably his best teammate that he's ever had was probably Bradley Beal. Honestly, those those two gel so nice. Together. Yeah, they were good together. Those two gel so nice together. And then Harden, Harden was solid by himself. And then yeah. they he they paired him up with Chris Paul, which probably made him even better. Yeah. And once now, he figured out how to play with Chris Paul, yeah. Yeah, he once he figured way. out. But now, you know, with Westbrook gone, Chris Paul gone, he was by himself. They shipped him off to the Nets, him and Durant together again. Yeah. And they seem like they're pretty good together. When healthy, right? When healthy? Yeah, when healthy. When, when healthy, they're all pretty good. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I, I know we, we're going from music to, to sports, oh, but sure. that's just the podcast. That's the nature of the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's nature of men. In yes. <laughs> we will go from we're, one extreme. We're a very next. short attention span. <laughs> you know? um, but, uh, yeah, going back to that, like, I I, I have the, the Nets going to the championship with the Lakers. I think I think most of us uh, most of us have that bracket. Pretty much. Um but for some reason I think that that these three dudes that we're talking about right now, I think that they still have this thing about themselves that they want to be the one. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that demise with the exception of Kevin Durant in OKC because that was just an addition to an already hot team, an already <clears throat> explosive team, and already. Well, actually, Kevin Durant was the first one there, right? At OK, at, not I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not, not OKC. I'm sorry, Golden State. Oh yeah. When, yeah. when Kevin Durant went to Golden State, mm-hmm. he was added onto a team that was already a championship, you know, oh, yeah. team. Already a championship. You know, seventy three wins. You know, yeah, can't get any better than that. <laughs> so, so I think they're too big. Mm. Whereas once you know you introduce Harden in there, they're gonna be fighting for that that number that 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 last shot. They're gonna be fi- and then and then, and then you you're adding Irving. you're adding Irving to it, mm-hmm. who's another cat that wants the last shot. Blake like Griffin on there too. Well, Blake Griffin's more of a you know he he I think he knows his role. Yeah, I yeah. think Blake Griffin's at a point right now where he knows his role. He just and, wants to win. Yeah, that's pretty much what he wants to do. You know he got he got screwed over by the Kardashians. You know he's one of those guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. but. Uh, who hasn't? <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> well, I know I haven't, so I'm good. But, but no. Um, going back to that, I just, I really, I really feel that that they're gonna be their own uh, demise. You know, those two guys. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel that that doesn't happen. And again, adding Irving into it, into the mix, another guy that wants to have the ball. You know, he didn't have the greatest relationships with like LeBron James when he was playing in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. You know, tell me uh, about how they that had, one ended. Yeah, they had that one year, but then it didn't end well. Yeah, it didn't end well. I don't know, man. It's just. I love watching the game. I try to stay away from the analytics and everything, the, mm-hmm. st- the statistics, because it just gets too overwhelming for me. Yeah, the analytics, the numbers, they, yeah. they override the game. I just want to experience a good game. So when I hear people, when I did a bracket, and we when we talked about the bracket that I did, and the bracket was, I did it for fun. It was, I love doing it. I, but if you ask me what was your science behind it, there's not much science behind it. I yeah, just go, just... I feel that he's going to win or I feel this team's going to win. I feel that team's going to win. And off of what I've watched from the highlights, because I don't watch every game in its entirety. Oh, I can't. I haven't even really watched any basketball games this year. I'm a, I'll watch football religiously. So football's your game. I know I know the Niners are your team, right? That's no, why I have you on. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Big blue record crew, Giants all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking with you. I know. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I told you about the day that the time that I went to go watch the, the Niner game over there at Candlestick, right? Yep, and, yep. and the Giants just fucked us over. You know? <laughs> God damn it, dude! God, well, who's it? It was uh, Manning, Eli Manning. Eli dude. Manning. God damn. But anyways, um, so you're a football guy. You're football over I'll, NBA, over basketball. I'll, I'll watch okay. football over any sport, really. Yeah. Like I'll watch. I'll watch my Yankees play every now and then. We don't really get them out here. I'll watch my Islanders play like I watched them today. Go Islanders. Um, I used to be a good Knicks fan, but nah, I haven't really. I don't I don't agree with James Dolan. I don't like anything that James Dolan does. I, I don't think anybody does. I don't think James Dolan is a great person. Yeah. So I kind of like pushed them away. And now I'm more of just a, I, I love Melo. Melo is cool. And I love Russell Westbrook. So when they were playing on OKC, it was so good that they those two were playing on the same team. 
I used to be a Kevin Durant fan, but I didn't agree with him going to Golden State. So kind of pushed him off yeah, the side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he he made a business decision that's on him. You know, I'm I'm nobody. He's he's the player. Yeah. So, but Russell Westbrook, he's everything that I am. Loyalty, biggest ball of energy I've ever seen. Like, and you know, quite frankly, like he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He doesn't. He just lays it out how it is. He never has, right? No, he's one oh, of his. Have you what? seen his his uh, his um, his media outlets when they're in the locker room? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys that has never has never like uh, fallen, you know, fallen to the whole um, like you know the whole selling of the sport, like mm-hmm. selling himself. Like I gotta, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's just himself. Him and, and it's beast the, mode. Him and Beast Mode. Oh, what's Marshall the name? Lynch. Uh, yeah, Marshall Lynch. Oh, I wish yeah. I would pay so much money to watch those two. That's and, why it was so fun watching and, him with the Raiders. I know, right? You know? Oh, I know. Yeah. He, well, hell, he was way better with this with the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm just well, here so oh, yeah, I won't yeah, get yeah. fined. Yeah. I'm he just was. here so I won't get fined. Yeah. It's like, who who, right. who goes to a news outlet for a half hour and just says, yeah. I'm not here so I get fined yeah. the entire time? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can ask me any questions. I'm just going to tell you I'm here to not get fined. <laughs> Yeah, dude. How m- I, I, coming from guys that I, I think I think we're both on the same page where we just want to watch the game and watch a good game mm-hmm. over and over. You know, every week watch us. You know, g- games. You just you just want to watch the games. That's it. Forget the pre- press conferences. Exactly. I I really don't care about them. Yeah, exactly. You don't every every once in a while, you might hear something like, "Oh, you, did you hear so and so said this?" Like, for example, the beast beast mode. You know. You would have never watched that unless you heard that he said this and this and that. So now you're mm-hmm. looking for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, that that was one of the things that I means mean. nothing to the game. It means nothing. That's just more of a promotion yeah. and stuff. I don't care about. That, yeah, that, that don't mean anything to me. Uh, as long as my team wins, happy. If my team loses, I'm pretty much miserable. I just want to see good games. You know, obviously you want your team to win, yeah. but. When your team's not playing, or even if your team loses, like if it was a good game, mm. you know, fuck it, you know. Like I, I always say, like I, I mean, I'm coaching right now. I always tell the kids, you know, I go, "There's always someone that's better than you, man." But if you made the right play and someone beat you at it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay that's with that. My dad some- used to tell me that when we used to put, when I used to play uh, little league and all that other stuff. He was like, "It's not about winning; it's about going out and having fun." Your kids, you're not supposed to worry about winning, and you know. That kind of got dragged out a little bit too long, but my competitive edge eventually came out. But it was he—he he was not wrong. You know, you're supposed to have fun. Yeah. You know, there's always gonna be somebody better than you, and you know, you should just be okay with that. Yeah. Where I'm, where I'm <clears> gonna <throat> say, where, where, where my thing, where, where I'm a little different is where, yeah, we're gonna have fun. It's all obviously you're only doing this to have fun, but. Make the right play. That's mm. what I like mm-hmm. in practice. We work on this over and over and mm-hmm. over again because I want you to make the right play. Now, if someone beats you at the right play that you create that you made, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But if you stutter stepped, if you hesitated, if you, you know, if you threw the ball away, over or- if you overthrew <clears throat> the ball, okay, now that's your error. That's your mistake. You have to own up to it. And I'm going to tell you as a coach, I'm going to tell you that you messed up. Mm-hmm. I feel that I feel I. I, uh, I know that uh, I'm not hard on the kids. 
but I'm gonna tell you where you did you wrong. You did that yeah. wrong, you motherfucker. You're benched. I'm like, yeah. you're no, on the bench. What no you pizza doing? for you. <laughs> if we win, you get no pizza. <laughs> no, I was, or you get pizza, but no, no pepperoni. <laughs> I'm gonna take that shit out. <laughs> no, I'm not that guy, and I never will be. But I do feel that you need to correct them. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't congratulate a mediocre play. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make the right play, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and that's what's wrong with nowadays. Yeah. That's what's wrong with with everyone just gives you a trophy just for participating. Yeah. But you know, if you didn't do anything, why are you going to get rewarded for yeah, not doing I, anything? Right. I don't like participation trophies, but I and I but I get why they do it now. I do understand why they do it, and I'm okay with it. Fuck it, you know. If you're gonna get it, you know. I grew up in the era where we did get part. You know, I was in the '80s. I'm and I'm you're. Oh, younger than me, so you definitely got participation trophies. I no, we didn't. Shut up. You guys no, didn't get them. Uh, even little league, it was only first, second, third. That was it. First, first place. Obviously, so the, New, York, the New York, New York was doing it right because you know in the eighties, late eighties, we were getting participation trophies. Yeah, we. As far as I remember, we Here. never got participation. It was more of a, uh, you know, the first place winner. Obviously, the World Series yeah. champion. Um, the second place was the loser of the World Series, and then the third place. Wait, we're talking World Series Little League? Yeah. No, no. Re- like you're talking about state and or, or like no, like no, no. League. This is just Little League. Yeah, Little League. Okay, because World Series, we're talking about like out there. No, the no, main no cross, that, that's cross, another. That's a whole another. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole another thing. Just, just for I your never league. did that. I just yeah. did Little Old Amityville. Yeah, Little League. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, it was just the as far as I remember, it was only first, second, and third. Yeah. Because I only won two trophies, and I did eight years, something like that, oh, yeah. in Little League. I'm mad good, dude. I, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I I did only like two. Be- we over here, we every kid got a trophy, bro. Like I was playing, and we we're talking about the eighties. Mm. You know, you were just an, you were just a, you were you were barely thought of. You know, in the eighties, right? You, I wasn't even thought of. You, that's what, well, that's what I'm saying. You were barely thought of. You know. <laughs> Your parents were just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, they definitely weren't thinking about anything. <laughs> oh, this is definitely now. <laughs> now we're getting into a whole other topic, yeah, that's bro. A, that's a whole... Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> That's something I don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what What I'm trying to say is like we, we just, you know, we, 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 we had those participation trophies, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and, and I, and I, and I hear it right now, like I'm still hearing it like, hey, we got it. You know, these kids that have a trophy, but I'm like, man, why don't we just do like a medal maybe or something simple, you know, something Or you know, like small. a certificate uh, or uh, hell, a pizza party for everyone or something like, like that. Yeah. I got I, a ton of those. I got a ton of pizza a parties. Participation uh, certificate that you can hang on your wall maybe, but yeah. like a trophy should mean something. Okay. Here's a, here's a good example. In travel ball, baseball, in travel ball, these kids win a tournament and they're playing, I mean, in on, on a slow, on a slow year they're playing 20 tournaments wow i mean there it's like there's I a lot made it that there's far, a so lot yeah. of ter- it's, it's travel there's a lot there's, there's there could be a tournament every weekend almost you know wow. okay. so there's tournaments all the time every time you win a tournament you get a ring in one year you may have five ten rings Man, I couldn't it, even imagine that. Is that isn't that oversaturated? Doesn't yeah, that take a lot of meaning away from that ring exactly. where you can get that once a year, maybe once a year? Like if you're playing like a little league? Like the way we did it, 
and this is to my understanding because I never made it that far. I didn't really have the competitive drive to do that. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was usually the first three teams, first place, second place, third place, they were the travel team. Yeah. You know, obviously they had to try out, each player had to try out, and they had to make their own roster. So, uh, and it was just one big tournament for all of Long Island. Yeah. And they would go, actually, no, I think it was divided into counties. Since we were on the Suffolk County side, it was everything Suffolk County and East. Because mm-hmm. Amityville is literally split in half. Suffolk County, uh, the eastern side is Suffolk County, western side is Nassau County. So, and they pretty much stayed Suffolk. So, every, they played all the teams from eastern side. Yeah. And um, the winner of the eastern tournament went against the winner of the Western of the um, Suffolk or the Nassau tournament. And they would play for the world series. Mm. And it wasn't any rings. It was just one trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the players wouldn't get a trophy. It was just like your city would get the trophy. Yeah. Kind of like a high school football right. game. Almost. It stays in the league. Yeah. Know? It yeah. stays. It or the stays, district. Or yeah. Whatever. It yeah. stays within over there. They use uh there's a lot of towns and villages, not mm. really cities. They're small. Yeah. So it stays within the city. So like City Hall will have it on display. Yeah. Like, you know, 2021 World Series champions. Right. Or Little League World Series champions. And, you know, I see on ESPN, they had the Little League World Series. I'm like, ah, you guys never made it to that. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, ah, you guys never made it here. You guys haven't been on TV. <laughs> you guys are over there showboating. You haven't made it on TV yet. <laughs> I've been on there a couple times. <laughs> yeah, that's for other things though. Oh yeah, no, it it it, it teaches you a lot though. You know, it teaches mm-hmm. these kids a lot of it, like that sports in general. It does, you a lot. dude. Like, um, my wife asked me, you know, hey, we're gonna we're, we're gonna get these participation trophies for these kids. Uh, so what? <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think we should put on the trophy, right? And I was like, I was thinking, I was looking, I was going over to you know like. Different put a big middle figure. Different. <laughs> I did nah, think about kidding. that. I did kidding. think about that. I'm just kidding. I'm and then I was kidding. like, no, it might not be right for the kids. But uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know what? Um, I go, what's a good like baseball quote? You know, like, and I'm looking at baseball quotes. and I'm like, God, all these, you, know, you hear them all the time and you see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I go, let's be a little bit more original. And and then uh, it's funny because I, I, I took, I was talking to somebody about about losing weight. Mm. And they were talking about some kind of diet that they were doing. Not a diet. They were talking about they're changing their eating habits. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty cool diet. And then the guy goes, and I hear this all the time. It's not the first time I heard it. And he goes, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Because he's changing his his health, you know, his his <laughs> eating habits. All right. And I get it. And it is true. It's a lifestyle. I'm not knocking on that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that gave me that inspiration to... Think of a quote where I go, baseball isn't a game. It's a lifestyle. You can use that for anything in life, really. You can. You can. You, you can. So, this isn't just music. This is a lifestyle. You can. This isn't just a game. This is a lifestyle. Yo, 
I, I definitely. This isn't just a podcast. This, this is a this lifestyle. lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. <laughs> so, and I and I stole it from that idea, and I, and I told her this is what you should use. I don't know if they're gonna use it or not. Yeah. She just asked me for my advice, and I was like, "All right, well, this is it here. Yeah, use yeah. this quote. Yeah, you know, quoted by Fidel. Hopefully, she does. That's Fidel, a hell of a quote, right? Fidel of Talking Again podcast. You yeah, know, right. like, <laughs> but I was like, you know, it's. It, I just thought like, hey, it, it's a lifestyle, but it go. It, you you just you just hit it in the, the hit the head. Was it the nail hammer on the nail? Head, the head on the, the you hit the head on the the hammer or something. Some shit like that, right? Some, I don't, something I'm not, like that. I'm not good. My old podcast, I used to have this thing where I would uh, butcher these uh, quotes and these sayings, uh, and then if you, and every time I butchered it, you guys t- I take a shot. Mm. So take a shot if you're watching now. Take but, a shot. But anyways, uh, don't cheat yourself either. Don't don't <laughs> cheat yourself. So I mean, I don't know, just little little things, man. Like I, I just love sitting here talking, man. Where you know. We talking the shit, you know. We we're, we're going back and forth, throwing ideas back, and and uh, it's just I think it's one of many conversations that you and I will probably have because mm. uh, I I just it's a good connection, man. It's, oh, it's yeah. like we're flowing oh. good. I love it, man. Oh, so, definitely. Uh, we we're drinking, smoking, <laughs> smoking. It was fun. Can't go wrong. No, 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 no. So we'll do this again. Maybe we do it on location at your spot, dude, where you hey, have a nice good little that. setup, I got a you huge know? backyard, for you know. Setup. So we'll do something like that, but. I want to appreciate. I want to. I want to thank you, and I appreciate your time, dude. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, man. And really quick, if you wanna, if you wanna close out the show and let people know where they can find you, uh, the kind of the new the new music you have going on right now. I know you got something dropping July fourth. July fourth. Cool. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Uh, hitting all platforms. Putting in work. Volume three. A dual album. Anything you could possibly think of will be in those two albums. Uh. Also, once I release them, because I'm kind of a stringent on this, I don't know why, but I have certain instrumentals on my website, swizzyswift.com. Uh, that's S-W-I-Z-Z-Y-S-W-I-F-T.com. You can find all my instrumentals I completed and put out from February. Uh, they are on there. And after July 4th, all the new ones, all 20, however many I make, will be featured on there as well. They will hit the website and you can check me out on Instagram, the underscore real underscore Swizzy Swift has clips, videos, all sorts of different stuff that feature all my new music that will be coming out as well as old stuff. And yeah, studio sessions with princess and crow. There you go. <laughs> there you have it, man. And I'll definitely add all this to the show notes so people know to actually click on it. It's easier for them to do. But I appreciate it. Again, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming out. We had some nice drinks, some good talks, talking sports, eating oh, some yeah. good, uh, what is it, pork, 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 pork grind? grinds. Pork grinds. Pork grinds. Pork so grinds. You can't go wrong with pork grinds. You can't grinds. go wrong with them. So, <laughs> Chicharrones are way Chicharrones are the best We we did uh, miss out on the tapatio We should have had tapatio on there Oh yeah we did Right but I didn't even think about that I know Another day dude Another Another day day. Another day (laughs) (laughs) Alright you guys We're out of here man That's it Thanks a lot We just tapped into it man Adios Take it easy Host of Buffaldale Tell it like it is Only tell it rare Live every Tuesday You know the deal We talking again We talking again now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. We're talking again.